When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. John Claude freaking Ben Dam, second week in a row, bringing you the high blows, all for NetRiver.net here on Geekscape. Let me tell you, NetRiver.net is the number one service provider for all of your internet freaking needs, bro. I'm on the internet all the freaking time, looking at cool stuff like movies on YouTube. I love seeing people get racked in the nuts, alright? But on top of that, what NetRiver can hook you up with is hosting plan. What you gotta use it for is playing all your online games with your little dweeby friends, and let me tell you, it kicks ass, man. I gotta admit, I play a little bit of EverQuest. All right, I'm a big fan, because it's got elf titties. On top of that, I host my games, and I get discount. All right, I get discount 10% off, because I put in promotional code Gilmore, named after my little sidekick. Dude, Gilmore, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up? You are my favorite sidekick ever since Rob Schneider in Knockoff. One of my favorite movies, bro. <laughs> Kicked ass. All right, go check out my movies. Go get netriver.net plan and email sales, netriver.net. 10% off with Gilmore. I think you know what to do. All right, kick some ass. Here's Geekscape. Spider-Man, welcome to Geekscape episode 44. Uh, I'm here with my good buddy Nick Scown, Thank you. who also wears glasses like my alter ego, Peter Parker. What do you think of my, my mask? He actually <laughs> stopped wearing glasses in the movie once he got it. Yeah, because we came Oh yeah, you got it. Well version. then, that being said, what's glasses. up now? Ooh. What do you oh, think oh, of my oh, mask? See, now you're Peter Parker. Isn't that I, awesome? I don't know. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get look, that? Look at this, look at this. Hold on, we're waiting for the dog to He's away oh. now. He's away. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I actually got this Spider-Man mask at 7-Eleven. It wasn't free. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like 9.99. I was gonna say it was worth 9.99. Well, 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 I didn't pay for That's it. That's a lot. I was helping my friend Mark move into his apartment, <laughs> and we went into a 7-Eleven to get like drinks and stuff. And uh, I saw the mask, and he goes, "I owe you." <laughs> Are you sure he didn't say I own you? <laughs> yeah, he might have been, but I got this. Uh, pretty sweet Spider-Man mask, um, and that is what Geekscape is all about. This is Geekscape, the movies, video games, and comic book podcast. Uh, I try and bring on a pretty qualified geek every week to talk to you guys about that. And this now you you failed miserably because I'm on the show. No, you were a oh, geek. Okay. I know I am. I know. You're a huge I'm geek. just not a qualified one. Though. I think so. <laughs> um, I love that vote of confidence in you. Well, that <laughs> pretty qualified. Pretty qualified. Like, okay, that's kind a, of. That's a geek trait. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you, if you ask I guess somebody, if you're too, if you're too qualified, you can't really yeah. be a, a geek. If you ask you're probably somebody actually who's doing like, something. who's like a, uh, you know, was like a successful football jock, like be like, hey man, you were pretty good at football. Fuck yeah, I am, bro. <laughs> you ask a geek about how good they are, it's like, I'm alright. I'm alright. Like VJ. You ask VJ if he's good at like a video game, I'm alright. And okay. then he cheats and kicks your ass. He's amazing. <laughs> now, you, 
say that you're really good at Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and you I brag will, about it. I will kick anyone's ass. I will slap their ass. That is not something a geek would say. Okay. I think you're a nerd. Huh. Now, nerd. see... I see, am, a geek I'm, is ah, hit from social see, situations. A nerd, nobody wants to. So a geek out. would just say, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Oh, I do all right. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm not like world champion good, but um, I'll kick anyone you know's ass. But, okay. see, but I think what John, but I think what John's saying, it's the the confidence in your skills is what makes you a nerd almost. Like you're like, no, no, I'm great. I'm the best. Right. Whereas a geek is just like, eh, I'm pretty good. And so then they're actually. You I know. think it's a security thing. Oh. Like geeks are like secure, and they say, oh, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not bad. A nerd is like, no, I'm great! And then they get their asses kicked. <laughs> because they need the 80 hours they put into right. it that week to be no, worse. I'm, oh, actually, I'm, no. starting, I'm starting to doubt myself because of, uh, because of this guy, uh, what's-his-face? Which one was it? I think his name was Holocaust? Well, there are a couple of people on the boards that you've been talking trash with. Right, but there's this one guy, Holocaust, who his friends, like, they, they have, like, fucking arcade boards that they play with, and they have Dreamcasts. <laughs> Because who the fuck has a Dreamcast? <laughs> but, but, like, that is, like, supposedly the fastest. It's like, no, we don't play on an Xbox. We don't play on a PS2. Those have time lags, and those aren't, those don't have good button reaction times. So they play on Dreamcast. These guys are fucking serious. Yeah, he was telling, this guy Holocaust was on the forums. We'll, we'll get to movies in a little bit, but Holocaust was on the forums. And he was talking about how they're Marvel versus Capcom. Two. Whatever happened to Marvel vs. Capcom 1? No one likes it. Okay, okay so Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was so good, they don't need a third. You, you, <laughs> you just stopped like, there. Like Street Fighter 2? Yeah. Is there a Street Fighter 3? No. Well, I mean, there was Street Fighter okay. Alpha. Yeah, yeah. You, you, just make, you just make adjustments to the number whatever. 2. Yeah. Uh, so this, this Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has tournaments. And every photo of every tournament I've seen <laughs> looks like it takes place in Malaysia. <laughs> and it's like, when, when, when they're not kickboxing in a ring of fire with, like, glass glued to their, 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 their fists, yeah. they're playing Marvel vs. Capcom, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, when they're not being cho- sold into child slavery, they're playing Marvel vs. Capcom, too. And I love how this is once again solidifying Geekscape's opinion of Asians. <laughs> no, 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 just, no. Just, no, no, no. Just, just little kids, just, just, just little little Malaysian. The difference kids. between Asians and Malaysians, right? Little, little, little li- yeah, wow. little Malaysian kids in soccer shirts running around, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wearing wearing shirts that are new to them, but from the late '90s, like Tommy Hilfiger and like Fila and shit. <laughs> my my cross color shirts. Uh, Again, we insult all third world nations <laughs> on Geekscape. Uh, but the good thing is, they'll never know. Watching. They'll never know. Well, they don't know what in, no, in 20 is. years when they get the internet, <laughs> they will be angry. They'll be, they'll be so upset. Uh, we must find this Jonathan London. Did you guys watch movies? I do watch movies. Uh, nothing new really came out this week. As you can tell from the box office, Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married easily won with $21 million. No, it didn't. Yes, it oh, did. No, it didn't. What? No, it didn't. <laughs> it was a Tyler, Tyler Perry reaction. <laughs> Tyler so, so, so Tyler Perry's movie won. Uh, he doesn't make it for you, Brian. He doesn't yeah. make it for you, buddy. He doesn't, I am the black audience. Um, but there was movie. There were a couple of movies like We Own the Night the and stuff like that. I, just, not, I wasn't into it. I didn't say I mean, I want to see it. I like that James Gray guy. But What did he do? Uh, he had like an indie film in like the late 90s and sort of disappeared. He got like in a fight with Harvey Weinstein and just like scrapped his way back. But yeah. Uh, Listen to Cheese. Yeah, every time, every time you do that, he's like, when when I, he's like Daredevil. You <laughs> <laughs> can sense the vibration of my movement. Um, so we didn't see anything. Laura had a day off on Wednesday. And let me tell you how awesome a geek girlfriend Laura is. <laughs> Sunday. Uh, she gets home from work, and you wake up like what, five thirty in the morning? So we really have to, you have to be in bed by like ten. Jesus, you guys are like bakers. I don't have to be in bed. She does. <laughs> so like it's like nine o'clock, and she goes, "Do we still have time to watch Chud?" <laughs> Which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> Wednesday, we're thinking of you know it's her day off. We're thinking about getting going to see a movie, which is what we do usually on the day offs, and uh, we couldn't find anything we wanted to watch. You know, we yeah. see everything. Ridley Scott put out this Blade Runner final cut. Yeah, that's what she wanted to see. That's right. That's pretty cool. We went to see this final cut of Blade Runner, which we saw promoted at San Diego. Remember, this is like, I don't know. It's another cut of Blade Runner. Blade Runner is one of these movies that I always feel I've never seen the whole movie. I always see like yeah, I always feel like I see it in different sittings or I see it in different pieces. I've never seen the definitive. Version of the film. There's the version where Harrison Ford has that bad voiceover. See, I don't know if the, there's I the didn't version think with, the with, without the unicorn stuff. 
Well, that is, that's 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 the same version. That's okay, the version. Well, the original version that they released, right, Warner Brothers, uh, has voiceover narration, so it's more film noirish. Um, doesn't have the unicorn and stuff, and at the end, they steal some shots from The Shining, um, of like this car driving away to suggest that they are going to live happily ever after in some part of this futuristic nightmare. There's a little utopia if you just drive, but apparently, no one wants oh, to drive there. Now, yeah, for, for you guys, this is like the big uh, movie where where Earth is kind of not. Anybody who has money has gotten off of Earth. Yeah. In Los Angeles is basically just a nasty place to live. Yeah. And uh, they've created robots to work for us, but a lot of them, so these cyborgs, have become, uh, you know, you can't distinguish between them and, and humans. Bad humans, yeah. And you and send they them. killed a bunch. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, there's, well, there's it, They have a four year lifespan, and they have these replicants. Yeah, but they're all right? used, they're all used off. Earth, off world. It's illegal for them it's to be on Earth. Illegal for them to be on Earth. The ones that get them back to the planet, you hire a Blade Runner to hunt it down and kill it, and that's Harrison Ford's character. Yeah. Well, you don't hire them; they're just they're like a that's branch of the police. Okay, so Harrison Ford, I'm too old for this crap. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> he gets hired to hunt down Rudger Hauer. Isn't it funny? It was too old for that crap, and that was like 1982. Yeah. Right. Well, he's too old for it now, but <laughs> yeah. he's still Indiana Jones. I, oh god. So eight days and seven nights. Seven days, seven, seven nights. Seven days yeah. Eight nights. That was six days, seven, seven nights. nights. There's Four a days. Days. Four Four there's a, a snake <laughs> crawled up your cooch. Let me get it for you, Anne Hage. Um, like the, I remember that was in all the trailers. He looks like luggage. Like you could feel any, like you could feel any romantic interest between the two of them. Um, so this definitive, this is like the final cut, I guess. Well, it's yeah, Ridley Scott, because what he said was, you know, that version was obviously Warner Brothers' version, and then a few years later. Um, okay. This director's cut version started playing in film festivals and got really popular to the point where they re-released this director's cut. But in fact, it was really just a rough cut, kind of. It didn't have a voiceover. It didn't have the voiceover. The voiceover was her- horrible. Supposedly, Harris before didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. He kind of facts it. I don't think it's as horrible as it's just been like made to to see like it's you know a travesty. I don't think it's that bad. It's just very different. It's a different film. It's. It's, yeah, there's the information. Just get, you get beaten over the head with the information a lot. That's really Scott. Um, but, but but then the the director's cut came out uh, in the late '80s, and that was just sort of a rough cut version. So a lot of the shots hold too long. Uh, there's none of the voiceover, but they just sort of cut the voiceover out. So you would just have these long musical interludes, and not necessarily Ridley Scott would want. He, you know, if he had time to fine tune it, which he has done now with the final cut. Now this one and fixing some of the effects that he said, you know, they just didn't have the money or time to. It still feels like a like a long movie. This is not like an action-packed film. You know, he only has to go after four replicants, and it paces itself. Um, It's got some awesome writing in it. The best line was the best line: "Wake up, time to die." (laughs) That's awesome. I was going to say if you could only see what I've seen with your eyes, but no, that's a good thing. Yeah, because they, they pick the eyes. Um, so Harrison Ward's got to hunt down these four replicants. Rudger Hauer is basically the baddest ass dude yeah. in this movie. And he starts to like, you know, like, you know, when you have a computer on for a long time, it starts to get a little loopy. Yeah. You know, you start to get viruses and starts to break down. At the end of the movie, he starts acting really weird as he's as he's chasing down Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to prolong their life. They're trying to erase the part in their programming that says at four years you're done. Yeah. You know that's the only way to keep them from infiltrating humans. Yeah. Um, Daryl Hannah's in it. She's amazing. She's good. Uh, this cut has now it ends with Edward James almost with telling little, him giving him the little thing. You know the origami. She'll live. But she, but nobody lives forever. Yeah, and the little origami piece, the unicorn. Yeah, um, is that how the the, the other versions usually ended? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I can't Jesus remember the. I think that I think that's in both the previous versions. But the implications are different. In the right. first one, there's no implication that Harrison Ford is. Yeah, uh, yeah. spoilers, guys. Spoilers, yeah. guys. Um, Who hasn't seen fucking? You gotta see. Been out for. Yeah, but um, catch up. We have a lot of like fourteen-year-old kids who listen to this show, yeah, okay. and they just aren't into it. You got to see Blade Runner because because as you're watching it, you don't. Now in this final cut, I I not, nothing told me that Harrison Ford may or may not be one of the replicants. Okay, but you're saying in the first one that was in there or wasn't? Not in the first one. In the the director's cut that came out later, it became more. It's still obtuse, but it's the idea that he's the origami piece that he gives him. 
suggest that Edward James Omas knows what the memories are of Harrison Ford and his dreams, just like Harrison Ford knows the memories of, uh, what's her face, uh, Rachel. So Who's the girl he meets who is, you know, uh, you, Sean, she, she Sean, tells you. Sean Young? Sean Young. Sean Young. You know, the creator says, yeah, that's our best model. Yeah. She is a replicant. And he falls in love with her. Yeah. Oh, so Nick, I didn't know any of this. Now looking back at the movie, that is, that's interesting. Yeah, so... Ridley Scott is wondering, always like, there's this one dream in the middle of the damn movie. There's a dream that Harrison Ford has yeah. with the unicorn in it. Yeah, and that's... Well, yeah, yeah. well, because Ridley Scott also did Legend. I was like... Yeah. Oh. So that's what that that's what that shout whole, out to your next project in the in the original Warner's Brother version. There's none of that dream, and then this and then it came out in the, in the last two versions that that's included to suggest that's the suggestion is that Ed, since Edward James almost gives him this little origami thing of the unicorn, it means that he knows Harrison Ford is a replicant because he he's like it's like he's read his file and he knows what he dreams he knows you know what his Mother memories fucker, are. Nick, you just opened up a whole new world for me. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a very good movie. That's. <laughs> a, I mean, that's I'll, be I'll be the first. I'll be. I'll just be. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's a very like good movie. Like watching Ridley Scott now with, with stuff like Gladiator, which I like. Yeah. And uh, but th- there's th- there's no more patience there. You know what I mean? Like like he has no the, his subtlety is alien, gone. You watch the first Alien and it's, it's you got to be patient. Yeah, and the it's rewards pa- it's come paced. later. Yeah. It's really self-indulgent. You know. Yeah. Shut the fuck up with your self-indulgent film school crap. Um, it's very self-indulgent. I'm not the one who went to film school. I did go to film school, but I don't talk like I went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you should. I don't talk like I went to he film school. Use the word I don't have a goatee, and I know when it's okay not to grow facial hair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you think of his facial hair, Laura? The motif. Oh yeah, motif. We're walking out of Balls of Fury, and he said, "I think the motifs were very good." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, okay. Balls of, of Fury. Fury. Okay, because here's why. Okay, and then John I almost walked into traffic to die. And then John and Laura died. But here's what I was doing. I was trying to not... I hated that movie. That movie was ass. And I was... I and everyone was kind of... Thieves. And everyone was kind of <laughs> laughing. Everyone was kind of laughing about it. And she was like, oh, this part was good. It's like, no, it wasn't. But I didn't want to be the jerk who kind of spoils the high of, like, the movie that you enjoyed to the group, you know? After I hated to tell you that the film was an inferior experience. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say it? Now, like it. I don't know. It was because good, except the character now, arc was so... Renoir's <laughs> Rules of the Game is a much greater film. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but everyone was talking. It's just like I was trying to well, find something. I was about trying it. to bang Ben's sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. He's leaving right But let me tell you, uh, you need a beret. <laughs> you know what's sad? You know what's sad? I've tried some on. Oh! <laughs> At some point, Nick, Nick, you went to film school. Yeah. Do you remember shit like this? Uh, there was one or two guys, maybe, but not really. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not actually that type of person, though. Do you yeah, see you what are. he? Yeah, as he <laughs> says <laughs> that, he goes like this. He goes, "I'm not actually that kind of person, though." As he goes like this too. And now you're <laughs> stroking <laughs> your goatee. It's fun to play with. It's no to me. Art film fag. <laughs> um, did you get a chance to see Dirty Limited? Because he I thought just... it was very good. Really? Yeah, because I'm guessing the guy who actually makes films thought it sucked shit. What did you think? Uh, I, won't, I won't say that it sucked shit. I wouldn't go that far. But he, uh, I can tell Wes Anderson is like, a, he's a, he's a director without a plot. Like that's now look what Laura's think. doing to Gilmore over here. I think it looks good. <laughs> he's giving him an ascot. Tell me about the mise en scène. Can I just tell you that, that um, sweetie, you're in, you're in our light, but can I tell you that, um, you can step through here, or whatever. Uh, can I tell you that I drove uh, Peter Bogdanovich around for a bit when I first went oh, really? to L.A.? He wore a fucking Did? ascot like well, that. Look, yeah. Peter Bogdanovich can wear an ascot and right. get away with right. it. Yeah. I would be surprised if I saw him without one. So the guy who's actually written movies and uh, scripted movies and storyboarded them, gone through the whole process yeah, yeah. of making a film, how yeah. did you think about Darjeeling Limited? I, like, like I said, I th- it's a movie, there's no plot to it. There's nothing happens to it. It's uh-huh. just um, a character study. And I don't know, I had this discussion with my friends. Which is good. I mean, what's so, Some thing? movies are good. But I think what it is is that he used to have interesting characters in interesting plots. Okay. Like there's interesting plots like Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, Royal Tannenbaums. <laughs> Like, yes, there's interesting characters to say, but there's a, the plot device of Gene Hackman is trying to get back in with his family. Like, that's something. Whereas this, there's just like, 
there's there's nothing there's no plot you know to there's just nothing going on and so you're, and there's not the character it's not uh that has energy like that's what's missing now. all the characters are just morose you don't have um you know like max fisher even though he's depressed he's also doing a lot of things and he's very energetic about what he does mm-hmm. And, you know, Dignan and Bottle Rocket is like, he's a loser, but he's a lovable loser who's, like, trying to do his best even though he sucks. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, they're just depressed people not doing anything and don't want to do anything, you know? And they're... Why did I pay for this? So, so, so Gilmore... Did you pay for this? No, no, no. I, I, didn't see, but, I, I did but, but, pay for it. But Gilmore, let, let me tell you what I think I, I want to do. Um, I, I was thinking about the cameras that I own and I don't use anymore. And I have a, a high 8 camcorder. I'm thinking about giving it to you to go make a film. And then us playing it on Geekscape. Oh, just anything? Anything you want to do. Huh. A, a, a Brian Gilmore exclusive <laughs> short. That he's doing this. Yeah. Thing. And you, you, think you, got you got me. You got me. Like, like think about it. I'm going to do this. Listen, listen. listen it's just fun now. Listen, Art School of Confidential. What I'm thinking about is getting, <laughs> is, is getting the Super 8. Or not Super 8. A height. Just a little camera. Right, 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 right. Just getting it. Getting a tape. And giving it to you. Shit, I need to you, return those. You can go make... Whatever the hell you want, your little, you know, art film, and we'll we'll play it on Geekscape. Well, you see, you think, you think <laughs> I mean, I think the audience would like it. Actually, I try and actually give something. To you need to shave. Enjoy, you need to shave. That I enjoy. You need to shave. I'm going to for uh, for my Halloween costume, actually. Okay. Well, we're gonna do the Halloween in two weeks. In two weeks, we're gonna be, we're gonna we're gonna do the Halloween costume stuff. Yeah, but um, but I did make a movie in high school. I wrote and directed it. Remember, I told you about this. Yeah, it's called a it? Hellhop Four Doom Service. Killer <laughs> Bellhop. I do like that. That's fucking I do, awesome. I do like that. That's probably the type of shit I would actually make. Could you? Yeah. Could, could the only you make thing little I didn't shorts? Like about Planet Terror is that I didn't make it. Yeah, I love I Planet Terror. Like that. I mean, that's can, can you make a shorts? If I give you a little hammer, would you go out and do some stuff just for fun with Ben? Maybe. Yeah. You, uh, maybe. You already got an actor. You got you got yourself an actor who's not acting. <laughs> Like, like give him a chance perfect. to act. Exactly. Give him a chance to show the world what he can do. I will inspire him. Make him yeah. a monster. I will make him a monster. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited by this? I'm kind of excited. Now. I think it'd be funny. This is this is fantastic. Okay, so we got that going because we're we're yeah. almost the end of the year Geekscape, and yeah. this kind of stuff will fuel us into year two. <laughs> into year two. Either that or the website. Well, the website we is is rocking. Do we want? Uh, do we the want date it? we do we, want we have a date. But do we want to? Uh, but it's it's a cool date. It's my birthday. I know. I like that date. I love it. But what kind of yeah. Oh, uh, we have a date for the picnic. <laughs> November 17th. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, let's talk some movie news. Movie let's talk right. movie news. J.J. Abrams, he's doing Star Trek 11, which I told you guys was the one where Spock goes Stock. back in time. He, Spock goes back in time? I did not know. No, he Leonard Nimoy goes, goes back in time. I knew he was stop, in it. I didn't know if it was like a flashback. Like an assassinate, a Romulan, and he goes back to the academy okay. to protect himself, himself and, and, young, and, and young Kirk. Uh, they cast Scotty and um, Sulu. Yeah, it's Simon Pegg and John Cho. Okay, John Cho is. You oh, know, that's Harley so Kumar. funny. And Simon Pegg, who JJ yeah. Abrams worked with in Mission Impossible Three, is Scotty. Huh? You mean Simon Pegg, the main guy in Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, but yeah. but JJ Abrams has a relationship right. with him. You know? Yeah. But you, I don't you, think anyone knows him from that. Mission Impossible Three. <laughs> right? You guys know him from Shaun of the Dead and, and Hot Fuzz. Mission Impossible yeah. Three doesn't even exist. <laughs> I like it. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. I will tell you right now. Mission <laughs> Impossible Three was my favorite of the Mission Impossible movies. I put a number two. But I mean, does anybody even talk about it anymore? Nobody talks about it because yeah. Tom Cruise kind of. But I thought they cast uh, the Kirk. I thought they had the Kirk. They they were gonna have the Kirk, and uh, you think it was the Kirk? Who, who people are saying the Kirk is now? Is the guy from Smoking Aces? Okay. Who played one of the neo Nazis? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I, I think that guy's really... I think the performance in, in is really awesome in Smoking Aces. Um, so, Rambo has a title. It's not John Rambo. It's Rambo to Hell and Back. Ooh. Nice. Uh, I hope that movie's as violent as possible. And, well, you saw um, the preview, right? Did you see that, like, two-minute preview? Yeah. That, that, yeah. It is. I love that trailer. Um, EverQuest is going to become a movie. Jesus Van Damme Christ. is very happy about that. He wants to be in it. He wants to play it. Uh, he He's wants a fanboy. Yeah, Van Damme is a big EverQuest fanboy. He wants to actually play a um, troll, a uh, kickboxing troll. JCVD. And um, what's that? JCVD. He, JCVD. Did you see this? Uh, I posted on my MySpace blog and on the forums, John claude Van Damme playing John claude Van Damme in a movie that they're doing, like no. it's a Dutch film. No. Well, I told you about this and, shit. And, and Gilmore, I think, told me about it. There's a trailer now. That is there. Where 
I put it on the forums, buddy. You may want to check them out at geekscape.net slash forums. There's, there's an audition for John claude Van Damme, like a biopic. Like, like a yeah, yeah. biopic. Like a biopic. And they have an audition for these guys. They all want to play John, Van Damme. And Van Damme walks in. Shows up. He audition. shows up on the audition. He goes, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> but, it's all, it's, it, you know, but it's all in French. And so uh, he ends up saying, everybody out of here. I'm doing the movie, and they're like, "It's not a documentary; it's a, you know, it's a biopic." And he's like, "I'm sorry." And then it says, "2008." So he's doing a movie he's about himself, where he plays himself, that's and, that's and, he's, awesome. and supposedly he snaps. You know, there is he actual, snaps and just takes people out. There's a precedence for this, though. Muhammad Ali played himself in the first biopic about Muhammad Ali. Really? In the late '70s, yeah. Well, this is why so, I have the motherfucker on the show. Well, uh, get rich or die trying. I think VJ yeah. will play VJ. One day. Well, that's gonna happen in real life. That will happen in real life. <laughs> that will happen in real life. Uh, so uh, you were talking Justice League, the movie. Were you no, I was, talking, I was talking about the League of Extraordinary. League of, oh yeah, the, the the Black Dossier. Yeah, that's coming is out. That what, is I that think what it, in November. Who okay. gives a fuck? But what? No, I like I like those books. I like those books. Oh okay. The League of not, Extraordinary, not, not the movie. movie. No, 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 the the the, the, the book. new book. The new book. Okay. But um, this is what got me going. I was on Anna Cool News and I read that uh, Weta was doing the suits for Justice League. So it's not motion cap. I think it's okay. live action. This yeah, George no, Miller, it's, it's supposed to be live action. This George Miller Justice League that they're yes. shooting in. It's a terrible idea. But they're, it, it just feels rushed like crazy. Well, it's rushed because they, rush they want to be movie? the strike and the. It's 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 movie bound to, to fail. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there's the problem with it is it's Rush a character piece. Warner Brothers is already they're already trying to relaunch Superman and they've already relaunched Batman successfully. So the, successfully, right? So the only thing that good that can come of so you have a Justice League and now you got a new Batman and you got a new Superman. So either people are going to hate it because they don't like that Batman and Superman, or they're going to start to dislike Brandon Roth, the Superman. They'll be like, oh, I don't like Brandon Roth, Superman. I, I like this Ruth. other guy, and it's just whatever. But it's. You're just asking for trouble either way. Yeah, it's why? like, now what, wait, wait, what, if, what if this Superman, what if it's Tom Welling? What if they have Tom Welling playing this Superman in the Justice League? Oh, that, that might be a good way to, that, to get around it. You know? Yeah, that guy is awesome. Yeah, Tom Welling. So what great. if you have so, Tom Welling? Um, I see why the gays watch Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Have you seen the Supergirl? I have, have not. Have you seen the Supergirl? No. Because I was, of I was this. walking out of the 7 Eleven. This is, this is me walking out of the 7 Eleven. <laughs> With your Spider Man. Okay, I'm walking out of the 7 Eleven. You know how 7 Eleven by the door has all the magazine racks? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, you know, for the door. I, I'm literally wearing this in the 7 Eleven. And I see the magazine rack. And I see this really attractive girl. And usually you read who it is. You know, right. they have like their yeah, first yeah. name really big. And, they're, and, I, and, and I didn't recognize her at all. And it says in small titles, Smallville's new hot. Thing and I'm like, oh, that's Supergirl, and I, I literally go, I can't be seen wearing that. Oh, it's a magazine. <laughs> I took it off. <laughs> choose that hot. I gotta tell you, L.A. L.A. has some freaks. L.A. has some freaks. We went into the 7-Eleven, and this chick walked in with well, like this, with like this punk rock gear. Like I'm literally trying the mask on, and this chick walked in with this like punk rock 80s. Painted face gear, yeah, yeah. and and my friend Mark and I are like, what the hell? Looks like a, a hot topic vomited on her. <laughs> and so we get in line, and this dude, this white dude in like full wushu Shaolin gear <laughs> comes in. <laughs> and, and now Mark works at, at uh, this Gun Films. Mark, uh, they're doing uh, they're doing this uh, remake of uh, what's it called? The um, Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh, they're okay. also making uh, this movie. Um, Snow White and Seven Shaolin Monks. I don't yeah, know. they're making this movie. Okay. It's supposedly cool, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, dude, you should hire him. Yeah. You should hire this guy. <laughs> and so 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 this dude, Wushu freak, and um, and this girl is '80s. You know, she looked like Jem. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, this girl uh, was okay. I mean, we're in line, and and they're behind us, and I'm like, don't turn around. And I keep in mind, I'm wearing the Spider-Man mask. And I glance backwards, right? <laughs> and they had their arms around each other. <laughs> and he goes, you know, I love you, right, baby? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I love you, too. And they start kissing. And I'm like, fucking L.A., dude. That's awesome. L.A. That's yeah. fantastic. Like L.A. is the only LA. place where you can wear, you can be wearing a costume on a normal day, and you will still not be the craziest person Since dressed on the street. moving to Los Angeles 
And Laura and I saw this coming back. Uh, we were driving, and, and since moving to Los Angeles, I have seen so many crazy homeless people fighting street posts and like street lamps and like and, like bus posters. I've seen homeless people like doing karate. I've seen homeless people fucking on a bu- in a bus stop on the way home. You win. Um, so yeah, I love. I, was say, I, I, I do love the people guy, doing karate. I saw a homeless guy yelling at a fireman. Yelling at a fire because the fire truck that they had pulled up to put out whatever fire was kind. The back was a little in the crosswalk. The homeless man was irate. He's like, "You're blocking the crosswalk. That's not safe. Is That's Irish, not safe." Was it an Irish homeless man? <laughs> I think he was. And uh, the fireman was like, "I'm sorry, we didn't have time to f- park while we were going to stop wow. the fire." Wow. I'm just like, "Who yells at a fire?" There are some freaks in Los Angeles. Hey, one man. more, one more. Yeah, okay, what are some the more freaks, guy, Gilmore? Homeless guy washing his balls with a rag. In broad daylight, it was like twelve forty-five. Where are you? You know, like traveling to. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hey, this was in broad daylight. I I did see two homeless people playing basketball. That's nice. Which was cool. That was nice. It was nice. It was probably for crack. Um, uh, White men can't. Yeah, homeless men can't jump. But uh, so we uh, we got a couple more pieces of news. Uh, The Madman movie. Remember the comic book that. this guy, George Wang, who did Swimming with Sharks. Okay. It's the comic book, and uh, Dimension Films is doing it with, like, Troublemaker Studios, Robert Rodriguez's yeah. deal. Mike Allred and George Wang are doing the screenplay. I just read that it's still it's still going. Okay. Like, I had Ralph Oppel, who's a uh, guy who does a Dharma Lars. He does this Lost podcast, and he's the biggest Madman fan. Okay. He's like, what's happening with the movie? I think it's dead. He started crying and stuff, and I was like, Ralph, Ralph, don't worry about it. It's Hollywood. Things take a while to happen. He had a ground by the Bluto beard. Yeah, I grabbed him. I said, listen, Bluto, it's okay. And he goes, no, I'm going to do it. And I was like, nah. <laughs> um, so the Madman movie is happening to segue us into comic books. Um, look at you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, look. The segue. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? Comics. It's too yeah. early for comics, <laughs> Jonathan. They are big comic book fans. They are, are you, hey, Hank, are you excited for comic books? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So well, now he owns. So no. Hank, you love comics? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, that's com- comic books. Um, really, I haven't read too much that I've been like, oh, I gotta talk about this on Geekscape. But we do have to talk about this reimagining of Captain America. That Alex Ross has put together. Oh, okay. Now, Alex Ross, you know the painter. You don't like Alex Ross? Alex Ross. You don't like anyone that I like in comics, basically. (laughs) Alex Ross, you know, he made his name in like the mid 90s with things like Kingdom Come and Marvels. Yeah. Um, Since that time, I feel like there have been some incredible artists who have come. Yeah. And Alex Ross, I think, was one of the first artists to kind of push aside like the image guys. Yeah. And say, you know what, comics can be more than this. Yeah. Than this Rob Liefeld type stuff. Yeah, he brought up painting so, styles. So, you know Captain America's been dead. No, I didn't. Yeah, Steve Rogers got shot in the comics. Oh, okay. And this guy, you know Bucky, his little okay. sidekick? Yeah. He came back as the Winter Soldier. And he was dead as well. And he was dead as well. Right. So, nobody's dead, but uh, Captain America's back in a couple issues. But is Steve Rogers? We don't know yet. No, we do know. We do know. Not, it's not Steve Rogers. It's not Steve Rogers. It, it, it's you, just you, you think it's you, now? Who do you think it is? I would you think put it's, Winter Soldier in there. I would put Winter Soldier. I don't think it's Hawkeye. Uh, it's not Hawkeye because we already saw in that one uh, Jeff Loeb thing that he's not down for that. Yeah, he turned it down. Yeah. So we got we got possibly Bucky. Wait, when in, is this reimagining coming out? In a couple issues. In a co- like what month? Um, early next year. Early next year. Yeah. Do you think that by then? We will have that Iron Man redeeming, like the Mar- sort of himself, the, the Scroll War. Thing. I don't know because what we're, 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 well, I don't know. That, then, dude, that's I would Ian. Say maybe Hawkeye. That's Ian's theory. I think it's a perfect theory. Yeah, I do too. Our friend Ian. It's comics Hawk. But I got to tell you, this reimagining. I think the suit looks silly. It's lazy. Alex Ross has this. That's right. The, our good friend Modern Boy on the forums posted that it's lazy. Um, it's got like this silver top. And then the the old classic Captain America bands, okay. you know, the, yeah. the colored bands, and then it's black. Jet black to the boots, and he's got, you know, kind of the same design as he does now for the arms, and he's got his uh, his gloves and machine guns. Not machine guns. He had like an it's Uzi. Like one, it's like one long gun, and it's probably like a semi-automatic. Okay, okay, that, that that's not a machine gun. 
Yeah, it's not a machine gun. Have you seen a machine? God damn it. That's not what people mean when they say machine guns. Oh, you're thinking like Rambo, two hands. When people hear machine guns. You go into my think. neighborhood, you're going you're gonna to see <laughs> You go into my neighborhood wearing that, that ascot and your beret, we'll gun you down. Um, yeah, it's a freaking automatic weapon. I'll drink cheese and wine. So he has this, and um, I, you know what? What I said is Brubaker, if he's still writing it. Yeah, it's still going to be the same it. exact team. Only Dude, that, 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 design it. that design is crap. He's just doing the covers and the character design. He's not even doing oh, okay. the interiors. Now, Alex Ross tried to do a design for the Spider-Man film, the first one. Okay. And it's the same thing. It is classic Spider-Man from here to here, yeah. and then it's black. It's uh, like he gets really it, drunk, like, halfway through, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, this is gonna be ah fuck it, just black the rest. It's of It's just it. black. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's reimagine Superman. I'm guessing what is what it's gonna look like. He's gonna have a red cape. He's gonna have a blue upper body, and then it's gonna be black. <laughs> you know? Oh, Batman's gonna be really easy for you. It's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> keep the uh, keep, keep the emblem yellow. I mean, let's have Alex Ross design every freaking character in comics. Wolverine, he'll probably bring him back to the yellow brown. Yeah. Classic yellow brown with black legs. <laughs> you know? Well, here, what do you think? What, what do you think? Here's the all Punisher? I would say. All yeah, I, just make the skull black too. All, all, I, all I would say in his defenses, I would never Hank. say what I liked you about Hank. Uh, I didn't never. I was like, I was never like Alex Ross. Hank doesn't want you to defend Alex Ross. His character designs were so great. It was just he's. I like he would. He's good at taking something classic. And then doing it in his style. I don't, or but reminding never, you why it's. Or classic. yeah, of reminding you why Superman's cool or why this person's cool. You know, like that's what Kingdom Come for me was like. Oh yeah, that guy's cool. And yeah, that's but what it's he's good the, at. but he, that's what he's good at. So he's not good at telling stories. He's not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's a good storyteller or if he's good at reimagining a character. He's good at bringing back a character, but as it you know was kind of. You know thing, what? You like know? like the Green Goblin. Totally. You saw what the Green Goblin was in that first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking. We all love the first Spider-Man movie, but the Green Goblin Green design Goblin. was a Power Ranger. <laughs> now. That's what I was looking for. Now, if they had made it, I mean, how would they have translated the Goblin that we know? Pulls a Goblin mask. Oh, you know, wears this chainmail stuff. How would we have put that in a movie? Yeah. You know, he yeah. tried to reimagine I mean, where a, it looked like a. That's always the delicate balance of doing the superhero movies. Is is how. Real, like in in real life, could you have this costume? Could you make this costume, or do you just say, "Fuck it, we just want this costume to be cool"? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we got this bad armor that you see on the cover. uh, Yeah, Batman has done a really good job of saying, like, "This is kind of this," you know. But in the X Men movies, I thought the X Men movies were good. I mean, what do you think of Weta? But I would say Batman has probably done the best job as far as like, and they even show you when he's making the costumes. Like, this is a body armor thing that you would actually find in real life, and you know, they're just. Yeah. What, what do you think of this Weta, uh, Peter Jackson's... Easy. Yeah, what do you think of, of Peter Jackson's company doing these Justice League outfits? I mean, uh, do you I hope that they stick good? to what I we... I mean, I do you hope Wonder Woman looks like Wonder Woman? Do you hope the Flash is a giant red guy? You know, like... This, I imagine they, they will... I bet, they'll, I bet they'll stick pretty close because... I don't know. I've never seen Weta where it's like... They just seem to do what you think this should look like. That's always... It's never like, oh, I never imagined this character look like this no that's what I thought the character would look like and that's what they do <laughs> yeah. like, that's what they're good at so I don't think it's going to be like I'm going to be like Tim what Burton. are they doing yeah. yeah I don't think it's going to be some Tim Burton like what who is that doing why does he look like that I am Superman Johnny Depp as Superman <laughs> with Johnny Depp as Superman or like you know Tim Joel, Burton's Justice yeah, League yeah it's going to be like a Joel Schumacher movie where it's right. you know whatever They'll probably Tim just... Meadows is the Green Lantern Team, Tim Meadows is John Stewart I <laughs> that was that was me yeah, starting to get into it. I was trying to do the uh, ladies, old man. ladies man as yeah I'm John Stewart yeah I'm John Stewart I'm basically the Green Lantern of 2814 that's a sector baby wow I just got my power ring <coughs> I have some kavafi <coughs> who, who would you cast in this Justice League movie uh, let's say you get Tom Welling as Superman I would say Tom Welling as Superman. I but like I mean, can you choose from anyone? Because I would probably choose Christian Bale for Bat- yeah, Batman because exactly. he's exactly what I want for Batman. Then you'd have this young-ass Superman and this older Batman. Ah, get out of here with that. But I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because I always have this idea where it's like, I imagine yeah. Batman ages worse than Superman does for some reason. I don't know why. No, yeah. Doesn't that seem like some age. superpower of Superman that doesn't really age really or anything? Yeah. Well, um, in your boy's kingdom come where he has yeah. that fucking white ponytail. Yeah, that's true. 
It's Rat Tail, I think, in that. You know what? I like Kingdom Come. I like Kingdom Come a lot. I like it. I just think it's overrated. Um, I think it is what it is. Yeah, I think it is what it is. It is what it is. It's not the best comic book. It's definitely not something to introduce uh, to someone that doesn't already like comics. Eh. No, no, you give that to somebody who's never been into comics, DC stuff. They're gonna be like, who the hell are these people? Like, why do I care? Because the Billy Batson part in Kingdom Come is the best part. Okay. Lex Luthor's giving him this worm in his ear to, to, you know, to brainwash him and mind control him. That's the coolest stuff. But if you don't care about Billy Batson. Yeah, but if you, you give know. that to someone who hasn't read comics, they're like, I don't know if I like. This. I don't know if I like. Comics. I don't know what I would give someone. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I would give. You gotta give. Like, this you know, is what l- 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 let's yeah. talk about this. If you want to get your chick or your friend into comic books, you got to give them something that's comparable to the movies that they're into. With, with Laura, I immediately gave her Preacher because she's into westerns and horror. Okay. You know, like like who's this girl you're dating now? Uh, so. Yeah. Same girl I met. Yeah. yeah. Same. Okay. So. Yeah, wait, what happened to that girl with? Uh, were you the one with the Hawaii? Yeah. it's... Oh yeah, uh, that whole yeah. Well, what? The audience wants to know. So this girl now, what is she into? Um, We're gonna recommend her some comics. What? She likes horror. She, she's okay. she's really excited to see Three Days of Night. So oh. I bet if I got her the no, graphic novel, no, 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 do not get her the graphic novel. The graphic novel, the graphic novel is no good. Okay. But um, will she know that? But if that could be the gateway yeah. to good, to get you get her some crap. Get her some heroin. No, what what you get her is get her that Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead is really what 39 Days a Night should have felt like. It should have felt like this excruciating period of time where you have to outlast this, you know, yeah, yeah. this horrible enemy. Okay. 30 Days of Night, you know, so you're saying didn't you, land there's not sort of the book doesn't feel there's like, no end all be all of like there's not like the secret of comic books where you can just give it to somebody and no, you know no. they get it or whatever. Because everybody's well, different. There's no secret movie. Is yeah. there? There's no secret movie that you say you're going to Well, but if you're going to get someone into, I guess, I don't know. Watchmen is what most people say. Watchmen's a mistake. Don't get yeah. I would say Watchmen. that. Watchmen's for people, Watchmen's a great one for people who actually like to read books. There's a helicopter, folks. Yeah. They're coming to get Gilmore. <laughs> so, like, Watchmen is great, but it's, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, I don't know, uh, yeah, it's like, so I don't know. I don't know what I would give someone if I was like, they're like, I'm Let's do a little Walking Dead for her. Okay. It's a zombie book. Yeah, no, but, she, but she you're existing hormone, in a world so. with zombies, and unlike Thirty Days a Night, it actually feels like a passage of time. It feels like an excruciating uh, survival story. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna give you guys a review of Thirty Days a Night on the next episode from Austin. Let's talk video games. Um, I'm gonna call up a good friend of ours. He's a Geekscapist named Brent. He's in Texas. You guys may have uh, remembered him from episode two of Geekscape back in Austin. Uh, he's been playing this thing called the Orange Box. The orange box is something that came out for the computer and, and Xbox systems. It's Half Life. It's like Half Life Two. It's like some, something like that. It's okay. it's Team Fortress Two. Okay. And this game called Portal, which I only played the Flash version. Oh yeah. This game know. Portal. Have you heard about this game Portal? What? No, I'm just laughing about the orange box joke. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, orange that, box. That Thundercat made. Oh, somebody said orange yeah. box. Yeah, it's just what like I don't want to post a picture, and then it was of blank, who's this redhead girl who was on the Red Three forums. Oh, get out of here with that. <laughs> um. So, oh. um, so, so you, I, I do love our audience. Uh, this game Portal is the only one that I really have experience with. And okay. I, I played the Flash you didn't version. Play didn't play Half Life, did you? Yeah, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, no, I like the game. Is it like a first person shooter? Yeah, yeah like, it's a first person shooter. But yeah, you, you're gonna get a. You should go to Denver and get yourself like a, a hosting plan and play Van Damme. Perhaps I will. So, um, <laughs> this Portal, you got two gu- different guns. Okay. One shoots a orange yellow portal one shoots a blue one okay so let's say you want to get to a um, a higher level you shoot a portal in the top of the ceiling and one like in the floor of the, bo- of the wall you walk through it and you're going to land through that portal okay you know you walk through one portal you come out the other okay, okay. so you got to be strategic about where you shoot them right. some surfaces you can't shoot portals onto okay it's a strategy game it's kind of okay. like you know one of those now what are you doing vj vj is throwing things at me jesus vj we're trying to be professional here. I'm now going to call. So, somebody. what is Orange Box? A combination of all this? <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of games. It's a, it's oh, like it's just a bunch. It's like a fun pack. I thought you were talking about like I thought Orange Box was like it's you could combine all these no. games into a. It's not a redheaded game. girl's bush. Yeah, yeah, some weird contraption like a game genie or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's one of those. Let's call Brent. Let's call Brent. Okay. Hey, Brent, are you there? Are you there? I'm good. Yeah, I'm here. How are you, how, how are you sounding, VJ? It's fine. Okay, you sound good. How's Texas, buddy? I'm, am I 
No, how, how's Texas? Texas is Uh huh. Now you you just you moved away from Austin. Where'd you move to? I moved to a uh, small town in West Texas called Big Spring, which is very boring. How many people are there? Uh, twenty-four thousand, maybe. So it's like the last Starfighter. And I think that's I think that's counting the prison population, which I think doubles the uh, doubles the town. Okay, you're near a prison. What's great? What's great? What's great is that when aliens invade, you're in those towns that they invade, and you get to be the hero, like the pizza delivery guy who like saves the day by like by like getting all the aliens to go to like old old man's cave and then like 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 blowing it up on them. Yeah, or there'll be uh, what's what's. It's like Walking Dead. Like I just have a much higher chance of surviving a zombie attack, but you know, prisons to hide in and a small population. We were just talking about. We were just walking. Walk- we were just talking about that book. You're you're all about it. Uh, I'm here with my buddy Nick, and uh, he wants to know if the orange box is a red-headed girl's bush. If the orange box is what? Nothing. It was stupid. Um, <laughs> the, 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 what is the orange box? Uh, the orange box is it's from uh, Valve. Uh, they put together this collection of five of their different games. It's essentially Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode Portal, and Team Fortress 2. So you get five games for the price of one. Are they, are they any good? They are fantastic. There's no unless you just hate first-person shooters, not to buy this game. Because Half-Life 2, it's three years old, but it's one of the best games ever made. And it was way ahead of its time, so even now the graphics stand up, and with the Episode 1 and Episode 2, you have this really long, really satisfying uh, single-player experience with Half-Life 2. And now is it, is it multiplayer? What is it? So one guy is like an explosives expert. One guy's like an explosives expert. Another guy's like a medic, and you go around yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. And you, if you just want to sneak around, you know, you can be the spot. You can backstab. You can stay in the back. Be a sniper. Like every class is very well defined, and they all have you know well defined strengths and weaknesses. So you can. It's like it's a very team-based game, and it's put together really well. Now, what about Portal? Like, I played a little bit of the Flash version, and that seemed yeah. that seemed like it could be a, a really cool strat- mix of strategy and action. Portal is kind of, even though Half-Life 2 is it's the majority of the game, and Half-Life 2 is, like I said, one of the best games ever made, and it still holds up, Portal is kind of the star of the show, because it's something completely unique. Like, you've never played a game like Portal. It's a first-person uh, shooter, but it's kind of more of a puzzle platformer game. And uh, it's essentially, you have these small little objectives, like get from point A to point B. But you have this gun that opens these portals. So you shoot a wall uh, and have an entrance, and then shoot a wall and have an exit on the other end of the room. So you go through this portal, and then you're on the other end of the room. And the thing that really makes it amazing is not just the puzzle aspect of it, which is great, but it has this wicked sense of humor. It's one of the funniest games I've ever played. Really? Yeah, that's cool. What are you playing it on? Uh, are you playing it on a 360? Uh, I'm playing on the PC. How is it? Uh, on the PC, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. And I'm assuming, like, I, I don't see why a 360, I mean, consoles are caught up to PCs, like, pretty much. So I don't think you'd be losing much playing on the 360. You'd just be paying a little bit more. Right. Uh, but I'm playing on the PC, and it's, it's a fantastic game. There's no reason not to get it. Because, like, all five games included on it are just great. There's not a weak link there. Now how's how's it funny? Uh, it's funny. It's all in the dialogue of this. There's this robot, robotic female that's kind of guiding you through uh, all these different puzzles, all these different levels in the game. And the farther you get, the more kind of unhinged this voice gets. The closer you get to completion, uh, completion, because she doesn't want you to finish. Oh, okay. And, and she just kind of starts losing it. 
and the dialogue that she said. It's like being in a relationship. <laughs> What's that? It's like being in a relationship. At the very beginning, they really behave, and then once they get comfortable with you, they start doing crazy shit. And they never want you to finish. Exactly. They don't want you to finish. Well, my, mine don't want me to start. It has vocals and stuff like that? Like yeah. it's lyrics? That's cool. You never hear about that in a game, like Dan's yeah. credit song, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, totally. Is it better than uh, Utada Hikaru's shit on the Final Fantasy and uh, Kingdom Hearts games? That was Gilmore. You can ignore him, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Brent, listen, man. Thanks, thanks for giving the review. Oh, no yeah, it's good to have you on the show again, buddy. Yeah, I'll be back anytime. We're going to be in Austin next week. It stinks that you're not going to be there. All right, buddy. I love you, man. All right. All right. Stay hard, buddy. So that was our review of uh, Orange Box from our good buddy Brent. Uh, That's awesome. You got to tell people, hey, stay hard. Life is hard. You got to be harder. Um, That's what Van Damme told me. It's disconcerting (laughs) when you tell me that and I just like woke up and I'm in my underwear and shit. Yeah, that's like 2 p.m. Um, so, yeah, you know what, I'm getting closer to, buying, to like getting into this PS3 thing. I'm not going to buy a PS3, Yeah. but I'd like one for this new Ratchet & Clank game. You know, really? it seems like PS3 is like starting to get their shit, like, like their third-party stuff together. Okay. And I love the Ratchet & Clank series, and uh, one of our Geekscapists on the forum said it was a lot of fun. Not even being a fan. I'm a fan of this stuff, nice. and I definitely want to play it. Um, VJ, we got excited about Mario Kart and Mario Galaxy. Because the Mario, new Mario Galaxy video looks awesome. <laughs> Giant robot fighting. You see this little clip of Mario standing on an earth, and then it zooms out to where he's like a pixel. And this giant robot's like climbing around the, the, the planet, and you have to take him out. That's awesome. It looks great. Um, and it has 2D parts, too. So it's not just a third okay. overhead, yeah. you know, third person deal. Like That's awesome. The, the, the two-dimensional stuff is good. Um, and then Mario Kart, of course, that comes out soon. I was excited to find out that there's actually motorcycles in the game. Motorcycles, baby. And when you go no, up, when you're like in a ramp, uh, remember Sonic CD when you were in the tunnel? Yeah, yeah. The bonus yeah, levels yeah. or the yeah, tunnel? Yeah. And you went up to the top, and you went. Now you're in a motorcycle, and when you go to the top, you do like a little flip and land back again, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater type stuff. Wouldn't that fuck your speed? Yo, it's Mario. <laughs> Throw a couple mushrooms in there, you're, you're kicking ass. Wow. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for the wheel. I'm excited for all that. I, hell, I'm excited for that link crossbow wait, training wait, what crap. Do you mean the wheel? It comes with a wheel. It comes with a wheel. Yeah, Mario Kart right, yeah. comes with a wheel that you put the uh, Wiimote in, and that's how you control it. Oh, is it just? It's probably just a handle, though. You know? It's yeah, you, you put, put it in, in there. So it's kind of, but it's still basically. But still. It's like a Mario Party Eight when you kind of use shit like a wheel, like it, like use yeah. it like a wheel in the little Mario Kart but, type but, game. But but still, but still, it's the difference between an experienced gamer. And someone like Laura, Laura can pick it up and she can play it because it's intuitive to the driving. Kind of. Remember how hard that shit was to play? What? Like you, me, and VJ are playing Mario Party 8. The Mario Party 8? go-kart stage. It was hard for you. That was No, you I figured it out first. Who won the game first? Who won that little challenge first? I did. Why? Because I learned how to do it. That's because you're looking I'm pretty damn sure I figured it out, friends. I won that challenge. It's okay. You can go home and cry. Mario Party 8, I'll take it. You know who actually won the big Mario Party 8 tournament? Laura. Yeah. I was awesome. I loved that. She wants me to get Mario Party 8 now. I asked her the other night. I'm well, like, where's that thing where I beat VJ? Yeah, it's VJ's game. <laughs> we don't have the only time she, The only time anyone beat VJ was Laura because Laura can see through the cheat codes. Uh, VJ found some Korean version of Mario Kart where you can actually pay money to upgrade your vehicle, and when you win, you get cash prizes. But, it, you know, That's awesome. total Mario Kart takeoff. And yeah. it wasn't fun, VJ? It was alright. Hey, yeah, dude, gambling right. is where it's at. If you can start making money off these video games, it'd be you huge. You heard about this uh, golden tea thing? It's golden tea. It's golden tea. At all the sports bars, you got golden tea. The golden tea golf games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, right, right. They have these things We're now doing a time, where you can, uh, you can, um, you can create like a bank account, right? And you can play other players around the world for money in a bar. In a bar. Oh, that's awesome. as you're drunk. As you're getting drunk. drunker, so, you're now throwing money at us. Um, my, my buddy, who is in Orlando, said there's this bar whose basically sole purpose that it exists is it has like 
five like high-end like pristine they clean everyday machines and they'll just be guys like lined up and that's their daily job is to play golden tea because they're just making money no those are the people. games where you have to like like unlock girls tits and stuff like that like you know what i mean like no, you do it's trivia no 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 you know those you know no you know those bar games where there's two different girl types of there's two different girls and you have to see the discrepancy in the picture and oh, when you yeah, spot yeah, them yeah, yeah, like yeah. they start taking their clothes taken off and like as it progresses they get yeah. naked I don't know. Bars, I, I, I've heard of them. No, no, those are in bars. <laughs> okay. And there's trivia. It's like a that. poker game, kind of, or a trivia yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trivia right. game, and and you can play against people. That that is what they do to support themselves. Yeah, but that's that's how they do it. And wow. Because, that's amazing. Yeah, because it's like uh, they're getting around gambling things because they're saying no, you're just paying for the service of playing the game or whatever, and you right. have your credits or whatever you're, you're playing. Gambling. But you're gambling. That's awesome. And you're playing golden tea. Oh, VJ, you got to get into that. <laughs> you know, you know, you know where I think my advantage would be. I'd be the only sober person playing. Maybe, oh, but the, but these guys are. T- I'm telling oh, you, he's real. like they. That's all they do. There's a line of them, and they go and they. I wonder just how play many stabbings are gonna happen. <laughs> Place where like somebody like loses like his house, <laughs> doing it. There's like playing poker online. Let's join. Yeah, the, yeah. liquor and gambling. Some of the homeless guys we see on the street, golden tea. <laughs> golden tea. That sounds like a reason to go actually go to a bar now. Yeah, no, it is a, a guy doesn't reason. drink. Yeah, no, that's a good I reason. I could run with that. Yeah, and uh, you know, if I know enough about like somebody else, random but, shit like the but monsters. Like, you know, these the golden tea is the first one to sort of do this. But I think if other game people do it, like if there's a lot of people, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who would go to bars and play video games for money against other people. You know, the yeah. fat guys, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, fat guys. Basically, yeah. You fat people. I said fat. Uh, fat people. Fat people and frat guys. Really. Yeah, that's they're, they're the biggest market for... Yeah, frat guys go to rape, but that's not it. <laughs> if only there's a rape video game for frat guys. Um, that, wow. You got the sorority. <laughs> it's like a frat game. A frat video game. Yeah. Um, that would be Day fun. Rape Academy or something. It's okay if she's asleep. Yeah. It's like, she's sleeping. Get in now. Um, so you got the sleep. <laughs> It's like a power-up. It's like a power-up. You got Spanish fly. You got real <laughs> hypnol. Like, yeah, unlock chloroform. So, uh, <laughs> that's... Smell like chloroform to you? The uh, frat boy like game. Manager. The frat boy game would be... That'd be a game, man. That'd be a fun game. The hazing level? Okay, hazing, yeah. Um, they just put you in a trunk. Uh, so, that is our show. For this week That is episode 44 Nick thanks for coming on Thank you for having me um, We got a couple things To talk about We got those t-shirts Up at the merch store You can find them At geekscape.net We've got our MySpace Geekscape.net uh, Wait what wow. is it no, no. MySpace.com Slash geekscape.net Oh thanks Gilmore Thank you See guys I do keep them around For a reason People were giving you Some heat For two episodes Two you episodes ago <laughs> I like him But on the forums Of that Ian episode People were telling you To shut the fuck up no, that's no, no, no. Oh no! We kind of get that every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, guys. He's gonna be here, especially for this uh, November 17th picnic. We got it. That's the date. November 17th. We're gonna have a, a year, uh, big year picnic. You're gonna challenge me to a foot race. Uh, we're also gonna have like the results of like a poll, the year end poll. Best co-host, Nick. You better start making your bids, man. If only I knew, I would. Yeah, best co-host, best uh, episode, best moment, stuff like that. Um, Best comic, best movie, best VJ. Um, We got that. We also have a Facebook group. Go search for Geekscape on Facebook. And um, yeah, that's it. Next week we're going to be in Austin. We got trades for the troops. You go on the forums. You can send your old used DVDs, trade paperbacks, and everything else to Iraq and um, yeah that's it November 17th the picnic that's basically the big thing is like next week you're not, yeah I'll be in Austin Laura's gonna have her apartment back she's gonna be like singing in a towel no, she's not gonna be singing and BJ and Dunn are just gonna come over yeah, be, yeah. I thought we were doing like, the show hey, Laura, can we have some tea you know what you guys just do the show without me that'd be fun Laura's just sitting here hey Sitting there cutting herself as I'm just—it's just me talking. Dude, I—I I, kind of want to talk about the person you interviewed at work, but we can't. Cutter. The cutter. Laura so interviewed. Laura interviewed. We had a welcome back, Cutter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Up, like to 
Just Ooh. Wow. He or she. Didn't get the Ooh. job. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you around my dogs. Yeah. Didn't get the job. Uh <laughs> We're going to talk about cutting next episode. I cut dogs when I'm sad. So, um, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, that was a good ending. That ending was like five minutes to the end of the show. That was like, that was like when you're, gra- it's like when you're trying to get off the phone with your grandma, is what that <laughs> <laughs> The ending of this episode is like getting off the phone yeah. with your grandma. No, yeah, yeah, they're, they're no, those, yeah, no, no, yeah. And they're those friends. Okay. There are those friends where okay. you, another call's coming in, and you have to get yeah. off to get the call. You I miss it. You miss that call. I got I got and we're still doing it. Yeah, Grandma, it's your mom. Oh, no, 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 that's totally what John does. Love you, Mom. And another thing, I'm lonely. Love you, Mom. <laughs> that's Wookie. That is Wookie. <laughs> See you guys next week.